Hi, this is Ansley Randall, founder of Jax's Rad, and this is Radcast. At Jax's Rad, we believe we have so many rad people in our city, and we want to bridge the gap between all the makers, creators, movers, and shakers in our city. Today, we have Victoria on the show. Victoria, aka The Fox, is a WWE <laughs> pro wrestler from Jacksonville, yes. and we got her on the show today. So, welcome to the show. Thanks, <laughs> sister. You're so sweet. Yeah. So tell me, I have no idea anything about pro wrestling. <laughs> tell me about it, how it works. Wow. Um, I It's funny because everyone always likes, first of all, they hear wrestling and they always yeah. want to say, oh, wrestling's fake. Okay. Right. Absolutely not. Okay. okay. I'm sitting here on a That's broken tailbone. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. yeah. I'm sitting on here on a real broken tailbone, oh like, which effing hurts, but regardless. How do you get that? I got thrown over the top rope and um, landed on the edge of the apron. Oh it was just it was just a chain of so unfortunate hard. events. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what I consider wrestling or sports entertainment, as we like to call it, um, would be improv um, athletic theatrics. If okay. there's a way of imagining that, like, you know, because like we're trained athletes, like we kind right. of know how to protect our, well, we better know how to protect yourself. And, um, but we just react off of each other, the crowd, like, right. It's, it's improv theatrics. Okay. Yeah. Y'all, are y'all actually <laughs> super mad at each other when you go up there? Uh, is it like adrenaline? Ooh, yeah. Yeah. It depends, who it is, yeah it depends on who it is, the day, the month. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, we're cool. Um, how did, and then how did you get into pro wrestling? How does anybody get into that? Um, that was, yeah, so I got into pro wrestling because I needed to pay for college. I thought I was going to be an ophthalmologist because I went blind for three or four years, you know, I had a rare condition and, um, I got the opportunity to try WWE because I was doing some work with Venus Swimwear, which is a Jacksonville thing, you know? Yeah. You know? And, um. Like modeling. Yeah, like modeling, swimsuit modeling. You know, at the time I was like really insecure. I was pretty top heavy. I definitely would have not been seen anywhere in a bikini. I was just like super shy, you know. And so the fact that I was given this opportunity kind of blew my mind, you know. And they gave me the opportunity to try a whole nother talent, which was amazing. So I started training and that was 12 years ago and I can't imagine myself being an ophthalmologist today. Like I just like, cause you know, I was telling you earlier, I don't like needles. I don't like blood. I'm like, (laughs) how did you, so you lost your eyesight for three years? I did. I, um, you know, in high school, everyone wants to be cool, you know? So I decided I wanted to trade in my glasses for some contact lenses. And as I was taking them out, I scratched my eye, my my cornea. Yeah. But the weird thing was, is like, you know, and another unfortunate events, it fell on a holiday weekend where I ran out of prescribed eye drops and I put Visine in and the Visine maybe was in my beach bag or in the car too long, but it had um, developed a parasite in the Visine, which is like the parasite, you know, when they say don't go swimming in public jacuzzis or pools, that. So it's okay. acanthamoeba, which is a organism or a parasite that eats on or feeds on living organisms. And it, I got it in my eye. So the next day, like I woke up completely blind, wow. like like total white. Um, like my friends think I exaggerate this experience sometimes because yeah. they can't. They're like, were you blind, blind? I'm like, no, 
I was blind blind. And at the time there was not any cases of it, maybe 50. And it's interesting because I was treated down at Mayo Clinic off San Pablo and Dr. Schwam, who was like very new age, whatever, he protected my eye. But there was a series of like the first year where it was like, I might have to donate my eye to science or, you know, so I'd have a glass eye. And then I'm like, you know, thinking like, I don't know. I thought I was going to be on Victoria's Secret runway at that time. And then after healing and the blessings of God and everything, getting my sight back, I was like, well, maybe I'm supposed to be an ophthalmologist and I can go to like refugee camps, you know, and help just aid people and give them new perspective. And that's why I like enjoy my writing. Like, you know, aside from wrestling, I have so many other interests and things that I want to do, but like, you never understand, like not so much as just having to go blind that you have to learn this lesson, but the perspective that others have that you create and things and how it changes and to be very, gentle with yourself as it evolves you know your perspective and like others perspective and things and so like you know the fact I got my eyesight back I always joke my mom always calls me the third eye raven which is true yeah but um (laughs) you know like with my third eye like now it just the world looks different (laughs) gosh I'm sure that would give you a different perspective totally girl totally totally (laughs) well that's really cool you're so sweet. Thanks for having me on here. Yeah. You're so I'm so sweet. glad you're here. Girl, I am so honored to be invited to yeah. be on Jax's Rad. This is Well, awesome. as soon as I met you, I was like, you have to be on the Rad. Uh, yeah, I was like, you're so I sweet. Like, I, was last like, I would week. love it. Yeah. I would love it. I would absolutely love it. Yeah. So as far as wrestling goes, what is your day-to-day life look like? Or is it certain periods of time that you wrestle or... Like, how does that work? Like, my routine, like, on, when I'm yeah. on the Yeah, like, are you um, always training, or is there certain, like, Yeah, I mean, touring? we're, yeah, I it's, um, my week to week, like, when I'm on the road full time, like, after I hopefully quickly heal up, it would be, I would fly to work early, early Friday mornings, like, my Where's flights. Where's work at? Anywhere, okay. everywhere, international, like, I think we're on the road, like, close to 300 days a year, um, it's quite physically demanding on the travel but when you get there you're just like oh man like heck yeah like let's get this thing going you know like it's so worth it but like it's so I fly out like Friday mornings maybe sometimes 6 a.m. so you know coming from the beaches I have to leave my house at like 4 so I have to wake up at like 3 30 in the morning no uber okay are you a morning person (laughs) Yeah, in a night out. I'm a horrible. I'm like, yeah, just grinding it out. Yeah. Like, but so we fly out, go land. Sometimes we get a workout. Then we go to the arena, get some food, have the show. Then we drive another four, three, three to five hours max to the next town, wake up, go to the gym, get some food, go to, you know, it's the same routine until Monday morning. We wake up, um, get our workout in, whatever, go to the arena and we have live tv so there is like it's funny because a lot of my friends like stress tv days but i love tv days because it's like you know what like well first of all everything's gonna change right your opponent might change the finish might change like the show might change every hour until you literally walk out and hear your interest music and then if you're not working 
it's easy to hide. <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? There's so many people to talk to. Like the stage crew is there. Like the caterers are there. Like your colleagues are there. Like I love TV because it's like a big reunion, you know? Yeah. Whereas on the weekends, it's a little smaller scale. Like we don't have like the caterers or it's a smaller production. So, um, which is good. But then, you know. Yeah. I don't know. TVs are cool. And I mean, my like the weekends are great, but it's just amazing because your time sequences change because mm. like then you get home and you have a day and a half to turn over luggage. Um, that means do laundry, fold, pack, make sure you have your gear, your stuff like da, 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 pay your bills, pay your tickets, your speeding tickets. I'm saying, um, yeah, like <laughs> clean up some other stuff. I like whatever, you know? And so then you're on the road again and it's like, wow, like, a year pass and it seems like it's only been a month. Like, what? You know? Yeah. Stinks. That's the only, that's the only thing that's like stinky. Yeah. And how did you get your name? Like, how do you, how did they name you <laughs> as a wrestler? <laughs> They're so funny. The, there is a guy, his name was, um, Big Dick Johnson, <laughs> a uh-huh. DJ. And he was, a uh, one of our creative writers, the head writer. And he just like, was like, Ur. he was like, oh, Huh. I like Alicia Keys, uh, so you can be Alicia. And uh, Fox, I like Fox. Yeah, Alicia yeah. Fox. And so it was like very simple. I didn't get to pick it or anything. Jack Says Rad would like to thank our sponsors. Chromatic Studios is a full-spectrum recording studio in Jacksonville, Florida, specializing in full-band recording and mixing, post-production for film, television, and radio. Chromatic Studios is a one-stop shop for your audio recording needs. Flying Saucer presents Dispatch with Nako and Medicine for the People at the St. Augustine Amphitheater, Sunday, July 29th. Tickets are available at Ticketmaster.com. Skateboard affair with the primal What do you, like when you go out there, what do you know? Is there like a specific like person you're known as? Yeah. Or, yeah what do you know? <laughs> What do people like perceive you as crazy? Crazy. Absolutely out of my mind. Like, and it's funny because like um, Vince, one day I had a match and as I'm walking out, he stopped me and he said, hey, like, do you mind after the match, you know, just going and ripping up like the ring, like terrorize, (laughs) like the announcers, like, and I at the time was like, well, this is my boss. Like, yeah, I mean, if that's what I have to do. Okay. So after the match, I'm like winded and blown up as we say i'm like ripping everything apart and like grabbing drinks from the audience and throwing them on them like kicking ipads oh my god it was insane so that went like quite um a few months and everything having these like mental freakouts right and then it's interesting because as we started filming total divas which is the reality show on e like my girl my best friend Paige, my road girl she and i are quite hellion so it like it was like everything's been kind of like mirrored properly but i'm almost thinking like okay now i believe i'm crazy at first i was like <laughs> defending i'm like no you stop it that's, that's <laughs> but so like, funny. okay no you are the first the diva championship yeah you're in? uh tell was, me about that First and only african-american divas champion yeah heck yes. yeah and the divas champion um title was it's a belt that's now retired, but that's why I can still keep my person only. But yeah. still, um, yeah, I work with a great group of strong women. We have a lot of good female support. Our boss, Stephanie McMahon, is really a great influence on us. And 
um, for the media and everything. And they developed this movement called the women's revolution where it was like us, like really taking charge of like some real quality TV time and producing like some really awesome physically, um, exhausting matches really, you know? And like, I have a lot of girls that I work with that have wanted to be in this industry for a very long time. So they have like their research together. They know like certain things. However, I think the funny part is I may have not come from a wrestling background. I've not, I don't claim to say I've ever like been a super fan or anything, but I respect the craft. I respect our art. I respect the hard work I contribute to it and the people with me. But I also have the experience because there's not anyone in my locker room that has 12 years of experience. And that's like not saying good experiences. Like I'm saying like tears and driving miles and rumors and like, you know, getting in arguments, defending yourself, defending your name. Like there's a lot that goes with not just being a woman in a male dominated sport, but it's a lot to say when someone's brave enough to take control over their personal growth emotionally, you know what I'm saying? And that takes a lot. That's a response. That's, that's a responsibility, you know? And, and in this environment where I started at 19 and as I'm 30 coming up on 32, like I learned a lot of my adulting within that environment. And it's very, um, I'm so blessed to know like, that like real hard knock lessons like you know like street worthy like I have a master's on the streets you know what I'm saying but yeah then it's interesting because where I thought I was going to excel academically um and no books and everything else I wouldn't trade the two experiences for the world you know like ever like like the people I've been able to grow and travel with on the road, like have done nothing but help create who I am. Um, but I have to give more of that growth credit to my mom because <laughs> like she's a whole nother lesson in mm-hmm. herself. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. So. Well, would you say that is your biggest success? To wrestling like wrestling or what what is your biggest success and what is your biggest failure like um, can you talk about that yeah um I think my biggest success right now as I was saying earlier is probably committing to self-growth then second my public career because I really enjoy being someone that people can like relate to and find guidance and and provide them with resources for problems that they're facing or, you know, going forward. My third success would probably be being a sister because I'm very proud of my little sister. And yeah, and then that's probably about it. And a mom of two awesome cats. But then (laughs) (laughs) my failures, like, honestly, girl, I think, um, now bravely tell you this because like I think everyone could learn something um I think one it's interesting because like I had this conversation with two of my friends uh the last couple days and my girlfriend Letitia Klein she's a professional motorcycle racer she's badass it's so cool and we started our careers 
or she was way ahead of the game. And then when I started, I was a kid and she was like helping me out, you know, but now as adults, like we just saw each other for the first time in 10 years the other day. So it was really interesting, but she was like the forefront of like how to turn like modeling industry into business, how to turn like entertainment, your podcast into a business, like what it looks like, how much money it'll generate, what you need, you know, like, and, and she taught me that stuff early. I had to experience it with wrestling, how to fail and rebuild, you know, a million times. But at today and the other day, as we're talking and established females, um, she like, I, I don't know. We were just saying like, you know, one of my biggest things that I could probably look back and want to change is coming, facing business with, as Victoria Crawford would on a, like a human, like how I care for you, you know, like I text you heart emojis cause I love you girl, you know, like, but when it comes to business, not leading with that, like you right. gotta, you gotta be tough. You gotta be tough. You gotta know it's business, you know, not get your feelings hurt and pray for patience and, you know, and it's like, that's one of my failures. I think that's the number one. But I mean, now that I have a better understanding of it, yeah. like it's I think when easier. you grow older, you just realize. Right. But I just wonder sometimes like if I could have been a lot further. Right. You know what I'm saying? If I were. But that's not my personality either. Yeah. So it's like it, it's it's a chain of like like transition and teaching and, you know, that's the self growth thing. Like I told you, my number one on the other, the positive side, number two failure. I think it was not so much FROMO, but mm -hmm. like. Um, my own self, whatever, like maybe me, including like sh online shopping too much, drinking too much, um, having too many friends, too many influencers, like, and not so much as taking their advice because I've always been a very strong headed independent person just from my childhood, but, um, like just, just not having the confidence or the self-esteem to know or set higher expectations. Right. Cause it's like, I read an article the other day and it was like, you can set expectations, but if they're, if you don't have any expectations, those are just equivalent as having low expectations. Like you right. need to set the bar really freaking high Definitely. and keep going, you know, like, and that was something I didn't do because I didn't have the confidence is what I, and what I actually believed in. But now be, only because I didn't I guess like I don't know but now it's like I don't have time to waste on that I don't have time to think about anything other than going forward so right I love that that's pretty much it that's really <laughs> cool and then what else do you like to do for fun and mm -hmm. what are your interests um you're creative yeah too. like you yeah yeah um I love everything like I love painting I love sewing I love writing I love pictures photography I love um online shopping and regular shopping but I don't do that as much anymore and yeah. like I love hanging out with my friends I like bikes I like the beach I like boys looking at yeah. boys <laughs> just staring at them not talking to them or wanting them to come home but you know just looking at them you know um, I love my friends I love being inspired by their growth you know and learning like what struggles they went through. I love sharing my experiences and telling them like what I know. I mean, obviously I love to talk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So glad you're on this podcast. 
<laughs> Me too. I'm so grateful. Yeah, and that's what I love. Okay. <laughs> and what do you what do you think about Jacksonville? Because you grew up here. Where'd you yeah. go to high school? Knees. Okay, knees. Oh four. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Where did you graduate? <laughs> I was oh six. Fletcher. Yeah. Oh my god. What can yeah. you go kitties. Yes. <laughs> you and my sister's age. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, the senator. Fletcher. Yeah, that's right. I went to Fletcher sixth grade. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I love, I freaking love Jacksonville. Like, if there's not a better town, like, it's definitely Jacksonville. Like, everyone here, like yourself, are very, like, go getters. Like, they're all young. They're, like, you know, doing things. Like, I'm so inspired here. I find that. It's easy to develop great roots here. Mm, I agree. Just like dig in and go. And then you're at the beach. Right. You know? We got it. We kind of have it all. Yeah. We're kind of lucky. Yeah. Yeah, We really lucky. We really are. (laughs) Yeah. I just. And I feel like there's so much encouragement for like Mm -hmm. what you're doing and I'm doing and everybody just like building each other up. Yeah. And that's the best thing that I tell all my friends. Like, you know, I'm like, Jacksonville is so great because it's such a locals town. Like, it's such like everybody loves to support this, you know, these like young little minds and. Even the ones coming after us, you know, they're all really inspiring to talk to and everything. I just like what my dream is, is like after I'm not wrestling anymore, what would be awesome. I I have a million things I want to do, but like it'd be cool to get like a a old school bus, take it down to my buddy Jason's down on Lucky 13, have him flat black that thing, drive around the country and teach like girls how to self-develop and not be afraid of like their emotions yeah maybe you know like have a little girl like an on the road girl scout committee of some sort like I don't know what we call it maybe like like the Ravens or I don't really yeah. know but like that would be my like I'd be like <laughs> hey, the peace pilgrim That's awesome. like when I was 60 you will see me I'll be like peace yes. pilgrim style but in an old school bus so that's like, awesome yeah, I feel like you're still gonna have like a million more goals too that you're gonna <laughs> yeah yeah I love I just I'm always thinking about ideas and things but it's funny because my girlfriend from high school actually was a bus driver after we graduated <laughs> Really? Yeah, Caitlin Burchett. Oh love you, girl. Um, yeah, she's <laughs> the bus driver. Well, I don't know. No, she's. Not, I don't know if she's doing it now. She's still. Yeah. Yeah, but at least she can drive the bus. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we're kind of halfway there. Yeah. Like so, I guess that. I mean, hopefully that dream will come into fruition, but we'll see. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. What is next for you? Like, what is the next step? Um. You right know, now, girl. Right now. Um. Because will you be here for a little bit? I'll be here for a minute, yeah, just because I'm still healing my tailbone. But at the moment, I have these goals of creating a website, more fashion-based, hashtag or slash, like social-based, like a resource, really. There, I want to have, like, you know, my story on there, like ups and downs, like whatever, like even including, like, some journal entries. Maybe I'll, I'll black out, like, the details you know (laughs) with a sharpie but you can see like raw stuff you know and maybe some of the pictures I like to take um that's what I want to ask you what brings like why are you so passionate or what is like what is the passion behind all this your perseverance and you want to encourage other people and like where where does that stem from um you know is it from like pain that you have you know like yeah pain from like your past I, yeah that you want to help others yeah and- I think it's because um 
it's a bittersweet pain. Mm-hmm. It's great. Like I like from where I came from, like developing, being a female, an African-American female in a Caucasian sport, male dominated sport. Right. Um, also to being like a child of a single mother that had her own things going on, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and um, really developing, really fighting to develop who I am is where it stemmed from like really being comfortable in my shoes is where it stems from Mm -hmm. and really encouraging people to do the same is what I'm most passionate about. Right. You know, it's like, because like I said earlier, like it takes a lot of bravery to accept, like to just be, Hey, this is who I am. My name is Victoria Elizabeth Michelle Crawford and that's it period and accept it and be cool with the ones that don't, care right like like whatever we can still all hang out yeah <laughs> but it doesn't mean we're gonna be telling jokes you know right. so it's like i think that's exactly where it stems from is no, the fact that, that just love trying to really dig and figure out who i am and what i need to do here yeah so and how and help other people yes, to and, and share like yeah because why why right why keep these experiences to yourself right well, thank you so much, Victoria, for being on the show. We're honored to have you here. Girl. And I love your passion and creativity and everything. You're so, so and sweet. what you're doing. But thank you. And for encouragement. Me. So yes. You're so sweet. Thank Man, you. You're so rad. You're rad. Oh my god. <laughs> Thanks for being on Radcast. Thank you. All right. Bye. I'd like to thank Victoria, aka the Fox, for coming out today. Thank you to all of our Jax's Rod supporters out there. For more podcasts, go to Jax's Rod.com. Yeah.